0: Welcome to the Red Half of Sheffield. This is a Sheffield United podcast by two American Blades fans. My name is Noah Snyder, and I am joined by Chad Jarvis. It's a Wednesday evening. How are you doing tonight, Chad?
1: Um, I'm okay. Um, I was on my soapbox to you before we started recording. Bitching and rambling. And um, No, other than that, it's, it's fine. It's, it's home day. Uh, as of time of recording, and yeah, we're gonna talk some shit football, and it was better. Whatever else we can talk about. <laughs> How are you, Noah?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm good. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 getting busy here at work, man. Really, really yeah. busy. So, um, I apologize to everyone. I obviously wasn't on the podcast last week, and Chad did a lovely job on a solo mission. Um, and somehow made it interesting. Talking about a 5 0 defeat to Brighton Hove Albion at home, um, our third such defeat this year, and uh, I'm happy that I, I not, I'm not going to have to talk about that. Uh, so thank you, Chad, for for going ahead and doing that rather than you know just taking the week off and talking about it this week because it would be miserable. But you know the general feeling, and I'm sure a lot of you listening to this feel the same way that I do, but watching United feels like a chore sometimes, man, like, you know, like waking up just knowing we're going to get turned, I mean, turned over. We, we didn't at the weekend and I'll, I'll commend um, the boys for the performance this, this weekend. I mean, obviously it was a defeat, but um, it wasn't uh, as heavy of a defeat, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, I, I, I wake up here sometimes four 30, five 30. I mean this past weekend it was a five 30 and um, no, just knowing <laughs> knowing what's going to happen. Um, and uh, that makes it, you know, feel sometimes more like, uh, like work than something that I do for pleasure. And then by an uh, entertainment and by extension, and this is no fault of Chad or myself, but it feels like sometimes doing the podcast is a little bit of a chore, um, you know, reviewing the, these heavy defeats, but um you know, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, this has just been a miserable season, and I am happy that we're you know three months away here from closing out this season and moving on to a uh, another season of championship football. Which you know, I say what you want about the championship; it's the best damn league uh, second division in in the world, my humble opinion.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh... After that monologue, opening monologue, um, yeah, you summed it up. I mean, I just, the re- the reason, the, the big reason is I, I wanted to do it last week and I, it just, it was one of those deals where, you know, you just got to give, you just got to give the supporters, I, I almost use it as a soundboard to bitch and complain about how bad we are. And it's like, you know, you, you said it perfectly, you know, do, doing, doing United watch-alongs and podcasts. It could be a struggle nowadays because what do we what do we talk about? I mean, you turn the clock back a year from a year ago. Hell, we were flying high. Oh my God, we're gonna we're we're going up. Blah 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 blah. I think about this time we're we're getting ready to have a small wobble though in the season. Um, but you know it, it it's it's one of those deals where. United, we suck. We're always going to suck for the rest of this season. The players aren't going to change. So screw it. We might, as well, we might as well say, well, the same thing. We're, we're getting back to that, that season we got relegated out of the Prem where we could just replace the team and just hit rewind and then hit play and let it play through. And it's I think it's the funniest thing because every opposition preview I do for – for us the other the opposition in in i i encourage you to check out the arsenal one they all feel bad for us and they all don't want us to get relegated and they're like oh i can name a handful of teams that i would rather see go down than sheffield united and it's like
0: yeah they're rivals they're direct rivals
1: well yeah obviously they're direct rivals but but the danny in the the arsenal preview this week he he listed, he's like, rather see Burnley go down, rather see Everton go down, hate Luton, would rather. He's like, right there, there's three teams I'd rather see go down than Sheffield United. And it almost kind of, you know, makes you feel good, but then it almost like, well, you don't want us to go down, but we're absolute shit.
0: So, you, you, you but you, also, I feel like you don't want to see clubs el- eliciting that much sympathy for you. You know, you're just like, We're not your fucking charity case in a way, you know, like, and look, I I mean, I'm sure it's coming from a place of, you know, uh, that it's genuine, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that these are the genuine feelings of these uh, rival supporters um, or opposing supporters um, on these on these videos that you do. But at the same time, it almost like you almost wish they would just be like, ah, fuck off back to the championship, you know, like, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I would rather be – I'd rather be in a relegation battle and an actual legit relegation battle Mm -hmm. than elicit sympathy, you know, 11 points off off safety, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, Um, I I completely agree with you because, you know, if we played like we did Sunday against Wolves, okay, you know, you gave us a little bit of something – it wasn't just rolling over and dying like we're going to do against Arsenal. But, <laughs> like, if we got that type of defeat against Wolves, and we had, like, six or seven of those coming down the stretch. I think we got, like, 11 games left or 12 games left, something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I would really I, – I don't know if it would charge me up. It would just make me more interesting because, like – I will say this, that doing the watch-along for Brighton and getting hammered 5-0 as opposed to the Wolves' watch-along, yes, albeit it's a 1-0 loss, and we still lost. We were probably the better side for most of that game. And I might be going out on a limb saying that, but they only scored off one shot, right? They had one shot on target the entire game, I
0: believe. Or maybe a couple. They might have had a couple they did have a few because i think the last their last chance of the game was a shot on target if memory serves correctly what? let me just pull up the statistics here um really really quickly and um yeah it was they had two shots on target in this game their goal and then they had one opportunity at the death i think it was joao um who had that last shot. But yeah, I mean, look, we we had more shots on target. We had one less shot and then w- two more shots on target than they did. So, I mean, you know, the pos- possession statistics, yeah, they they had 64% of the possession, but that's not how we're set up to play right now. We're not set up to play in possession. We're we're trying to, you know, snag the ball in a, in a good position and turn the counter. That's mm-hmm. that's really kind of how we've set ourselves up here. So, I mean, it's no surprise, the possession statistics, but uh, yeah, I mean, we've had, we had quite a few decent opportunities to score. Um, I mean, look, this was, you know, lineup comes out, you see Rian Brewster on the, in in the starting 11 and you're just like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) What the fuck? You know, no McBurney, no BBD, Asula sat on the bench and, I mean, the thing is, is, I, I, if you're Wilder, I guess you have nothing to lose, you know? I mean, and it's funny because before this game, I was like, um, never want to see Brewster lace him up for United again because he's just been so poor. But then he goes and has, like, arguably one of his best games in the United shirt, you know, came close to scoring on a couple of occasions, Was mm-hmm. um, receiving the ball in good positions. He had a couple of good passes. Um, into the box, uh, you know, for, I think it was Anel and Robinson to feed on. And um, so, you know, it, it's weird. It's, it's football's a funny thing, isn't it? Um, And, you know, who knows if long-term, if Brewster can consistently put in that sort of a performance next season, it's last year of his contract. Okay. I don't think United have any hope of re-signing him or or if or Brewster does not have any hope of United re-signing him. Yeah. But I'll caveat that with if he goes and he's gonna be in a supporting role next season. I don't think he's gonna be starting most games because I, I just think that they're gonna see a higher ceiling on Asula. And if Jebison stays, maybe Jebison. Um, mm-hmm. but if he can put in the type of performances um, like the one he did on Sunday, he'll get goals and maybe make a case for himself to stay. But yeah. that's a big if. It's a massive if. I don't think it's actually going to happen. But, you know, I i mean, that's what I'd love to see. Because the thing is, is like, I don't want to see Rian Brewster fail, you know? I don't want to see him as this 25 million pound albatross around the neck of sheffield united Mm -hmm. i i i when he signed i was rooting for him um i've maligned him um i've slagged him off many a time on this podcast over the last four years but at the end of the day i i want to see him succeed you know i'm i never will root for a united player to fail um and he just i think he's just too injury prone if he can sort out his injury issues and and start firing next season and have a markedly better season than he has ever had in a united shirt maybe there's a case to be made he's still relatively young i think he's what 26
1: maybe something yes, like that but i mean you you hit you hit it too you're like if the duke could just stay healthy yeah that's his biggest issue if he if he wouldn't made a glass, I think he would have probably already established himself in this team he's
0: only twenty three <laughs> yeah he's 20, okay yeah because we bought him didn't we buy him as a teenager uh, yeah or he I, was like twenty I think he was i think he was nineteen when we bought him
1: yeah so I cool. mean it, it seems like he's been here a long time but i you know you just harken back to the last couple of years when we had Inleman and die we had we had the law firm. Players like that, how he would have performed if he wouldn't sat on the injury table for most of the last two seasons. Yeah. And I mean, if he could find some fitness and just go out there and give it a go, it's like, damn, man, come on. Just yep. give him some luck and and hopefully it'll it'll turn the corner. You know, well, almost like almost like what we we, you know, how many times did we slag off McBurney? He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn if he was a foot away from it. And then he turned the corner last year. Now he hasn't been the same because he's been back to – he's hurt all the time. Yep. And now he's gone to shit. So is this where Brewster makes the turn and, you know, stays healthy for a while and finds himself back into the side? You, you just don't know.
0: Until the day Brewster's no longer a United player, um, I, I'm going to hope that he turns that corner. And, you know, who's to say that he can't? I just think you know if I were a betting man, I'd say odds are probably not good because he's been here. He signed a fi- uh, signed a four year deal, I think, or mm-hmm. five year deal, and his deal with United ends summer of twenty five. So four of those years of that contract have been very poor, very yeah. poor. Four, four goals in four seasons for Brewster. So. Um, I mean, that's a shocking for a striker. That's a shocking return, you know. Yeah, it's five million. more than five million. Uh, almost six point two million. Uh, pounds per goal. That's shocking. Yeah. So, um, that's I just I, again I like I like I said I just hope that he can turn turn the corner.
1: And and the funny thing is is. I don't think you were up before the coverage over here in the States. And I may mention this on the watch along. <clears throat> so they started the coverage because Sunday we were the only game that played played. They started the coverage with saying who Sheffield United super six are who they should build around going into the championship. And it was M- James Mcatee, Anel Ahmedhodzic, Cameron Archer, uh, Gus Hamer, Brereton Diaz, and the other yeah. one slips my mind.
0: So I think Trusty. So two was, lo- well, two lone players, a three player lone not, players. Oh, three lone players yeah. and a player who's not going to be here next season.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's who they said the Super Six for These Sheffield United would be.
0: They don't know fucking shit about United, man. No. I mean, and that is just purely emblematic of the. Absolute crap punditry, n- like not researched shit punditry. Mm-hmm. Like James McAtee is not coming back for a third season with United. No. Ben Baraton Diaz is not going to be sold by Villarreal because hey, we can't afford him. Yeah. Um and Cameron Archer, like they, they're not aware. It's just ah oh, that nothing infuriates me more than lazy, poor punditry. And that that's just such a massive example. I mean, was it, was it like Tim Howard who was, who was saying that? Yeah, they were. uh, Yeah. I
1: think it was him who uh, outlined what Sheffield United
0: have to do. Great football player. Great goalkeeper for the United States does not know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: I let out an audible, just like laugh. And I was like, you you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, we're, I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it, it's just now everybody wants to be a critic in all this. And now, cause for some reason people. So just a couple of weeks ago still believed we were going to stay up to which I had absolutely zero. Like where the hell did that come from? And now everybody's like, well, we're down, we're down, we're down. We gotta, we gotta plan for the future. And it seems like we are starting to do that with, uh, signing a few of the, uh, youngsters the young up to
0: contract. Yep. Maybe, R-
1: may we yeah. see a, uh, youth movement at Sheffield United.
0: Yeah. Oliver R blaster just signed. Um, and I, I, that was the one that I was worried about. I was, he's like out of all, you know, all of the, the young players that we've just recently signed to extensions, uh, Brooks, um, who else? Uh, there's a f- there were a few of them, um, but you know Brooks is one. Um, Louis Marsh, Marsh. Maybe, might have been another one. Um, all of the players that we've that we've signed uh, to extensions, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, Chad. I think that yeah, we are kind of building for the future, and you know, as far as Brooksy and and Blaster are concerned, I I think that. Uh, they're definitely going to be featuring, maybe from you know, maybe off the bench next season, um, but you know, uh, the odd Tuesday or Thursday game. Yeah, I think they'd probably be starting. You know, yeah, yeah you never know. I mean, it, it's, it's certain. Did Did you watch the the uh, under twenty ones yesterday?
1: I did not. An audible shake of the head. No, in my direction.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was fantastic. You know, we absolutely took it to Swansea. Um, five to one, uh, at the lane, I believe Ben from, from Blades pod was, was there. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, also played in that game and he looked phenomenal. Uh, yeah, but blaster, I thought he had, he had a good appearance and, um, I think that new lad Sam Curtis put in a pretty good shift as well. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of hope for the future, you know. And I, for my money, I think we have one of the best, one of the best youth development programs. That's not category one.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we've we've cleaned the we've cleaned house in in all the youth categories over recent years, not being in with Academy One, and that's. You know, that's something we should strive for, and I don't know why we haven't
0: striven for that. I think it Um, comes down to money. I think it comes down to the facilities, um, as it always seems to do with United, right? Um, It's it's
1: the facilities
0: and the money. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Well, Chad, why why don't we talk a little uh, Wolves versus United here uh, this past Sunday? Um, lineup comes out, like we said, no BBD, no McBurney, Rian Brewster. <laughs> You're just thinking, uh, we're going to get fucking shellacked here. Um, and we didn't, which is, which is good. But first chance came in the fifth minute. Lamina for Wolves passes out left for Neto, who pulls it, puts in a low cross that Sarabia gets to, but shanks it into the stands. Seventh minute, eight Nouri lifts a ball over the top for Neto who gets on it. Takes a small deflection back to Neto, who has a shot that misses wide to the left. Wolves, you know, they had the majority of the possession to start the game and throughout, as we kind of alluded to earlier. Um, But, you know, we seem to be weathering the storm. uh, And it turned out, you know, garbage garbage was not really tested that much um, to start the game. You know, they, they, they were missing a lot. 12th minute. Sarabia with a cross for Lamina who attempts a header it's blocked out well by Austin trustee 16th minute Lamina from the halfway line passes for Semedo out on the right he puts in a pretty good cross back for Lamina Ahmed Hodzic defends very very well indeed the ball is skied into the stands um corner to Wolves and on the ensuing corner Neto puts the ball into the box for Gomez who heads the ball over the bar so yeah like I was saying Chad weathering that that early storm um with some good defending right
1: and it's it's one of those deals that's become i don't know per usual i guess is the term i want to use or the words i want to use but it's like we weather the storm and then almost every single game we weather it we weather and you think oh okay we're gonna get into this game a little bit and then it inevitably happens (laughs) And it yeah. all goes the shit. And I mean yeah. it's like a resi- I mean it's not like we're half-ass defending. Yeah, at some points we're yeah, we're hanging out for our dear lives and like, oh my God, please stop the ride. But you know, this I didn't think we were doing too bad. I mean, they were having a bunch of they were having a bunch of the possession as you alluded to, and they were having a few shots, but not yeah. really worrying garbage any.
0: Yeah, they, in a way, it felt a little bit like a championship game. You know, it was very back and forth um, at some points. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. slow, methodical prodding build up, um, you know, uh, but they it was sloppy at times as well. I mean, most of United's games this season have been pretty sloppy, but Wolves, um, to their discredit, uh, were also pretty sloppy, you know?
1: Yeah, they were. They really were.
0: United had their first real opportunity in the 19th minute off a JLT long throw. The heads go up. Ball falls for Brewster on the right-hand side. He has a shot that's initially blocked by Dawson, but falls right back when he takes another shot, this time with the other foot. Saw is there to make the save. Um, Decent effort from Brewster. And then after the play, there was like a brief VAR check because it was – Suspected that the ball came off Dawson's arm, but, of course, nothing is given. We're Chef United. We don't get those.
1: <laughs> of course not. Of course not. It's it's, it's comical. It really is comical, man. I, yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah. 23rd minute United playing around with the ball at the back. Initially, LaRucci and Souza um, passing back to Gertovich, who goes super long with it, finds the head of Bogle, who... Flicks on for Rian Brewster, and Brewster's away. Drives down pitch and waits just a second too long. Is tackled by Toddy. Last-ditch effort before he could get anything that resembled a decent shot off. I mean, you know, he had uh, Bogle and McAtee to his left. But, you know, when it alone, he has to take that shot a second earlier, doesn't he, Chad? I mean, at least feel the pressure, lad. I mean, you could tell he was disappointed with himself after that one, right? And what doesn't get, what
1: I don't get is, he's experienced in in front of goal, and it's like you would think he he almost is is, is going to take the take the chance and and take and score the goal, and you're you know it, it all goes awry, and when he when he gets saved, and it's just like, do you think a year ago does he make that? Does he score that goal? Because if it's if you wind the clock back a year, he probably scores it. Is it well, almost is it t- safe to say that he's
0: out of confidence? No, I I think Totti does a really good job of getting back Totti Totti, um, and you know I, that that was a Premier League defenders last ditch sliding effort, you know, to make that tackle. So, mm-hmm. I in the championship against weaker opposition, I don't think that I think Brewster's in there probably finds back of the net maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. But it's just, it's one of those deals where he's just like, oh, God, oh, God. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the podcast. Fucking West Brom got bought out by a motherfucker. How the fuck does West Brom get bought out, but we can't get fucking bought out? New chairman, Shelin Patel, is the new owner of, Mother... I almost want to whip this fucking phone through the goddamn wall. Fucking A, man. We're keeping this. (laughs) Fucking A, man. What the hell? Are we a Poison Chalice nobody wants to be a part of or what? How can all these teams get bought out by all these different places and people? And here we are. Hey, we're like like a hitchhiker on the side of the road with our thumbs out. Hey, you guys want to pick us up? No. Then you give them the bird as they drive
0: by. The, the, th- one. the thumb's out, but then it goes, you know, right up the bum, you know. Yeah. Right and, then in the you
1: bum. Just, and then the next one goes by and you double birds them all the way down. It's like, what the hell, man? Such yeah. bullshit.
0: It's insane to me. It's absolutely insane that we can't find a suitable buyer for the club.
1: Back to the regular schedule program.
0: <laughs> 29th minute Hamer goes long over the top for Maca T Maca runs onto it with just saw to beat and takes what ends up being a very weak left-footed shot right at saw who saves it easily enough and I don't know if it's a matter of you know Maca just not having the power in his left left foot there but um, yeah he has to do better there ha- I mean has to do better
1: yep definitely head scratcher there
0: and then a minute later, Wolves' goal. Nuri puts in a splendid ball from 30 yards out. It finds the head of Sarabia covered by absolutely nobody. And it's relatively easily headed um, into the top right-hand corner for Wolves' only goal of the game. Not sure what LaRucci was doing there. Uh, I mean, it's poor man-marking and defending from him. And then Garbich didn't even jump for the ball. He's just rooted to the spot. So garbage yeah
1: uh, yeah i don't know what he, jackie long had a handful of his defender larucci and Nell, they were back there it's just a calamitous you know it's a type of relegation conceding goal that you're just like would that have happened last year and probably not but who knows um one question i have for you you know We've scored the lowest goals in the in this season, clearly. But does it have does it boil down to we haven't scored enough, so the confidence is just shot all to hell? So even when you have these, you know, one on ones or good looks, it's just the players have zero confidence, so they're just like almost get the yips. And
0: we've and- already scored more this season than we did in the last relegation season. The problem is that we're fucking civ at the back, man. Yes. That's, the, that's that's really what the problem is the problem is in the defense it's been so poor and you know historically the last like three or four years we were a side that was known for good defending and you know the goals were just uh pretty rare you know i mean we're scoring a decent amount you know still probably relegation fodder as far as the number of goals but it is the amount that we are conceding on a consistent basis you know you if when you score two go- um, we said this before if you score two goals in the prem that should be a, that should be enough to get a point at least
1: yeah that's true
0: it should be enough mm-hmm. and we've scored two goals on a, a number of occasions this season i want to say probably 9 or 10 times we've scored at least two goals i mean mm-hmm. i can check i can check that that statistic for you um, you know and you should be you probably should should be uh uh winning or drawing those games, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. God, yeah. Suck. I'm I'm you know, gonna pull a bend here and uh lo- look up the statistic live here. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five.
1: Everybody together, no? Yeah, six. Six Seven, seven. After seven's the snowman. Yeah, no, it's it's seven. Um, oh shit! There goes the stats. Now they can't. Bam, 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 bam. Can't believe them. Liars, liar, you're a liar.
0: Yeah, you know, eighty six percent of all statistics are made up right on the spot. <laughs> oh. But the thing is, is like you know, even. In that that situation, you know, you should be, if you can score two goals in a game, you should be getting something out of it, man. Yep. You know,
1: yep.
0: we can't do that. That's nope. that's a problem.
1: Nope.
0: Anyway, uh, getting back into it here, what a shambles. We we had Susan and Robinson trying to fight each other.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> love know. it. I Not
0: since Kieran it. Dyer and Lee Boyer. Have I seen something like that? You, do you remember that? And it was Newcastle. I like, I, I don't because that's
1: I said it I said it on um, I said it on the watch along. I, I was like, has this ever happened? And it would have been so great if they
0: would have sent both of them off for a straight red. It, it would not have been great. It would have that would have been a bigger shambles.
1: It would have been it would have been an absolute clusterfuck if both of United players in there like. It would have led TV over here. Sports TV and would have been like, you ain't gonna believe this. Check these morons out. They're both on the same team and they start beating beating the hell out of each other. Somebody's got to take a swipe at somebody though. Somebody's just got to make sure they connect next time. J- Jackie Long throws got to, you know, maybe sneak a left in there or Susie just put a paw up there. You don't know, if you're gonna make it. If you're gonna do it, make it count. You know. Yep.
0: Yep. 100 percent 100 percent um 36 minute lamina passes for Neto as a shot from outside the box that was high and wide to the right and then there were a couple of missed opportunities from wolves but that was basically halftime um you know i i mean for me i think i remember feeling just like well at least it's not two or three yeah. You know, I wow. mean, and now that, that's the feeling now. You know, you just want to see us in games. And we said this on one of the last pods have something to play for, you know? Yeah. I mean, th-
1: I said the same thing at halftime in the watch on. I was like, uh, well, we're not out of this one. We're only down 1 0. It's not like we're not, not like we have a mountain to climb in the second half. I mean, it's a molehill, but I mean, we're going to make a mountain out of a molehill. You know that for sure. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, we all in it. all, I mean, could you consider it a half-ass win? Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. 48th minute, getting back into it here. I'm sorry. Second half starts. United have the first opportunity, and it's Vin- Vinny Souza with a decent cross for Macca. It was a shot that is blocked. 48th minute Brewster with a decent ball for Anel who made a marauding run forward, which he hasn't done often enough. That was one thing that was like emblematic of, you know, an Anel Ahmed Hadzic performance was him getting forward, adding something to the attack um, has not had really had the opportunity to do that mostly because he's been like playing kind of, you know, in Egan's position at times, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, anchoring that, that back line, but he did um, he had a shot that was blocked by Dawson, went out for a corner. Um, off that corner, LaRucci has a golden opportunity that he squanders, sending the ball high. He, I think he was pretty wide, if memory serves correctly, and, you know, I just unbelievable. Um,
1: the, the one thing I will say about Anel, yeah, he's been shit at the back this year, but do you think he was being installed as like a, hey – You can't go ahead and go marauding down the flanks like you're so used to because we're going to get our shit kicked in at the back. So, you know, I don't know if he just took it upon himself and was like, screw it, I'm going to run down here and see what happens. Yeah. Because that's basically what it looked like he did. He was like, ah, screw it, I've had enough of this, I'm just going to take it down the touchline and just see how far I can go. Oh, wait, I went all the way, oh, I got a corner, you know. I, 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 I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I I that's kind of the feeling that I that I get. It's just that like what you know what have we got to lose at this point, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Fifty-fourth minute Robinson puts in a ball from McAtee, who has a shot that misses to the right. And then off a set piece, Joel Gomez has a shot inside the box that's close, but misses just to the left there. Um and then the 59th minute really good run on the break for Hamer. He plays the ball. On the left for McAtee, who fizzes in a great cross for Brewster on the right, who extends first time, has a shot, but it's right at Saw who makes a good save and parries the ball out. Um, Yeah, that was another pretty good opportunity. I think Saw, you know, was always going to make that save, and it was a difficult opportunity for Brewster to try to score. But at the same time, you know, I mean, that's a lovely ball from Maca.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was everything you wanted. Just needed the the, the goal, and we never got it. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, there's there's lights there that shine through every once in a while, but it's just so few and far between. And you know, it's pretty bad that we got to take little morsels out of games now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then 61st minute, Hamer puts in a cross for Robinson, who heads the, the ball from outside the box. Um, and right to, uh, uh, he, uh, it's, it ends up getting saved, uh, easily by Saab. Then Wolves have an opportunity. Sarabia passes for Gomez on the left. He passes back for Sarabia, who takes a first time shot from outside the box that Gerbich diving to his right, um, you know, but ended up going just to the left of goal. Uh, that was probably their best opportunity of the second half to, to go up two 0 Wolves. And then at one point there was an absolute shambles. Um, just a laughably funny free kick from Hamer. Um, we we win a, a foul <laughs> in like an amazing position, you know, just like basically just outside the D, but like more to like the right hand side. And and what does he do? He just like kicks it and it goes twenty yards to the left. I mean, it <laughs> it went out for a throw. It yep. went out for a throw. Yep, it did. It may be the worst free kick I've ever seen taken.
1: Oh, yeah, I would 100% agree. Um, the whole thing is, is you have everything summed up in a relegation team there. You have team teams teammates infighting, and then you have shit like that. How yeah. does it go that awry that it goes directly left out of play for a throw? I,
0: I can tell you Hamer probably will not be taking free kicks moving forward. I, I yeah. mean... If I'm Wilder, I look at that and I just shake my head. I mean, it, are Chad? You're familiar with uh, the Inside the NBA segment, Shacked in a Fool, right?
1: Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: Well, if there was a Shacked in the, a Fool of uh, you know football, that would probably that would be on that reel, you Yeah, know? right? Jesus. Then um, after that, a long, long period of time of nothing really happening. I mean, we had decent portion of the ball, but couldn't find good crosses or opportunities. Wolves shut down shop pretty well. And until about the 86th minute, um, JLT puts in a long throw McBurney covered by two wolves. Um, it deflects off of one of them right to Macca who puts in a shot pass. I wasn't sure if it was a shot or a pass. It kind of deflects trusty tries to touch it in Osula was right there. It misses all three of them goes out for a goal kick. Um, yeah, and that just kind of sums it up right there, you know? I mean, that was a golden opportunity for us to try to nick a point, but that was our last real opportunity in the game. And another loss. Yeah. I mean, the last real chance, Toddy passes for Gomez in the 92nd minute. He has a shot from outside the D. It was right at Gerbic. Gerbic, excuse me. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. But... um did you have a man of the match in this one, Chad?
1: Golly, uh, I don't, I don't know. Man. If we were to do, golly, I, Souza, okay, <laughs> maybe. I didn't think he was bad. McAtee was all right. Brewster, Good. I mean they're Brewster, yeah, I'll go with Brewster.
0: Yeah, just cuz we so rarely pick him for man of the match. I guess yeah, we we'll
1: shit. Yeah.
0: Um so we move on to this coming Monday where United are going to be playing Arsenal and um that is in 8 p.m GMT start time and uh Arsenal They've, they've had a decent run the last few games, uh, smashing their last two opponents. Uh, they beat West Ham 6-0 away. Prior to that, they beat Burnley 5-0, um, and then they most recently, they beat Newcastle 4-1. Um, lost in the Champions League to Porto, um, but that was away, and that was just the first leg there. Um, lost to Liverpool, and then lost to Fulham before that away, but... You know they've been absolutely smashing teams recently, and so uh, yeah, we're playing at home. But you know this just screams of a five 0 no loss, doesn't it, Chad? Oh
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, it's yeah. You might <sighs> yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: we ain't got no chance in this one. <laughs> that front three, Saka, Havertz, and Martinelli, um, for my money, is one of the best you know forward threes in in the league. You yeah, know.
1: it's not it's not bad.
0: Yeah, you know. And then they've got the likes of Martin Odegaard and uh Declan Rice, Jorginho, you know, and David Rea in, in net for them. Um, it they've got just a powerhouse of of a squad. So um, yeah, I mean, may, who knows, maybe they'll rest the big boys and play the kids. You never know. It.
1: Doubt it. They're they're pretty close to the top. What are they? Third now in the league, right on, right on City and Liverpool's heels. So,
0: yeah, <sighs> yeah. I mean, they're they're one point off of City and two points off of Liverpool at the top of the table. They've yeah. they've won their last five league games. So you know, I,
1: there'll be yeah. no resting of starters there. I, I bet you they'll have a really youthful bench. Yeah. Yep.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: And this next segment is brought to you by Chad talking to himself. Um, Yeah, so my lineup, uh, I don't know if you really go in and in change anything, honestly. Give Brewster another run out. Keep McAtee in there and, you know, everybody – Trusty's got to start because Holgate's still not back. An L back there, JLT, Bolo, Souza, Hamer in there. I think the one change for me that I might make as opposed to the team that went up against uh, Wolves is I think I'd put Benno in for LaRucci and have Ollie Norwood come out that that's probably I'd have Ollie Norwood come out for Brooks but that's probably the only two changes I would make to the United States lineup. I, yeah. I'd, I'd take Luricie out and Norwood out and, and just swap them with Benno and Brooks and I think you give Brewster a shot.
0: I mean if, if BBD is available, maybe you slot him in.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Baldock's supposed to be back available, too, from injury. The, the yeah. Both of those are probably be riding pine.
0: And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Bogle's probably going to – he's pr- pretty much cemented his place, I think, for the time being. Yeah. And, until something changes. Um, yeah. What about a score prediction for me, Chad?
1: Sultry 4-0. I'll go 4-0. Sultry 4-0 win for Arsenal. God, oh. God not Russ.
0: I'll be a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to say three uh, one.
1: Okay, at least we score in the yeah.
0: world. Yeah, uh, you know, as far as my predictor of who's going to score that goal, let's just say Brewster. You know, I'm I'm hot high on him. Hand. The yeah. quote
1: unquote hot hand,
0: <laughs> hot foot. Anything else you want to cover, Chad? Before we wrap it up here.
1: Nope. That's it. Uh, Arsenal preview should be out. Similar time to this podcast dropping with a wonderful Burke camp or a Burke camp wonderland. Danny from that. He, he was fun. We had a few laughs. I don't think we really, really talked much about the the game, but uh, yeah, check it out.
0: Definitely do. Chad always puts a lot of work into those. Um, and so, uh, definitely in recognition of that, go ahead and give that a watch on the red half of Sheffield YouTube channel. Um, If you haven't done so already, of course, please follow us on all of the social media at uh, Red Sheffield on Twitter X, at the Red Half of Sheffield on Facebook, uh, at um, on Instagram at Red Half of Sheffield. And also, if you're in the United States, give Blades in the USA, even if you're not in the United States, give Blades in the USA a follow. Chad's doing a lot of work with that right now. Hopefully some exciting news um, on that front. We want to try to organize that a little bit more. And when I say we, I, of course, am talking about the lovely gentleman that I am sitting across from on the screen, uh, 3,000 miles away. Chad puts a lot of work into this. He's really trying to develop um, uh, the, you know, the United supporter culture here in the United States. So uh, yeah, blades in the USA, give that a follow, Mr. Jarvis. Your social media handles, please. see Jarvis underscore thirteen on the X, and that's everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, Noah Snyder Nestman nine thirty on Twitter and Sunpuck on Instagram. If you want to give me a follow there, and you know, I post stupid pictures and memes, so um, check that out. <laughs> All right. Well, until this Monday when we host, uh, you know. The flying high arsenal at Bramall Lane, up the blades, Chad.
1: Up the blades.
0: Come on, you red and white wizards.